Hi everyone, this is Klaatu. I'm at the Ohio Linux Fest talking to uh, Trevor, who is a KDE developer. Hi Trevor, how you doing? Pretty good, how are you? Pretty good. Um, so you work on Phonon and, well, you work on Phonon, and what else? Yeah, or for uh, those who don't know, KDE has a multimedia abstraction library thing that basically lets you play multimedia, which is video or audio on any platform, including OSX, Windows, and Linux. And the way it works is there's these different backends that use different libraries. So, such for instance, on OSX uses QuickTime, Windows Direct Show, Linux, you have a choice of VLC or GStreamer. And I, along with my cohort, Roman Pierre, we work on the GStreamer backend of Phonon. Okay, so what are some of the applications that a KDE user might know Phonon from? Uh, Amrock is one big thing. Okay. It is a heavy user Phonon. There's also Dragon Player, which uses Phonon. Yeah. I believe Bangarang uses Phonon. I could be mistaken on that. Okay. Uh, K-Notify, the whole notification system, uses Phonon. Oh, wow, okay. Um, that's all I can remember off the top of my head. I know there's more, though. Sure, sure. Okay, so um, the advantage to me as a KDE user who knows nothing about whatever you're talking about right now, what, what does Phonon give me? I mean, what was, why did, because Phonon hasn't existed for very long. I mean, it's more of like a KDE4 thing, right? Yes. So what, what is it, um, why was it necessary? Why did people think, oh, we should have something, you know, to do this? If you recall back to the original announcement of KDE4, they were talking about the pillars of KDE, such as things like Solid for hardware discovery, yep. uh, Nepomuk for semantic storage, and then Phonon was for multimedia. Because before KDE4, we were all relying on this really old framework called Arts, and it was had a design similar to Phonon, but kind of different. And it worked. It needed pretty much rewritten from scratch to be usable in a modern system. So the whole reason behind Phonon is that all of KDE, not a single program, has to rely on any specific multimedia framework. We don't have to hard code any codecs or decoding techniques or streaming APIs or anything like that. And this actually has recently come to fruition in the last week when GStreamer, they're working on releasing the version 1 of the whole framework. And it took me about 10 minutes to tweak Phonon GStreamer to you know port all the new stuff to the new system. Wow. And I didn't have to touch a single KDE application. Yeah, that's great. Um, so how is this different from like, I mean to me, again, someone who doesn't know anything about this, it kind of sounds like Pulse Audio or something. You know, something that like basically sits on top of everything else and sort of like grabs... Uh, and a hook or an API or whatever and translates it for me. Is, is it at all similar or completely different? Um, it's, it's, I guess I would say it's uh, different. It's not completely, totally different. I mean, they both do multimedia. The big difference is Pulse Audio lets you stream raw PCM data to a sound card or just any abstract sound device, which could be across the network or a USB headset or something. Phonon handles from the loading of the multimedia from any kind of stream to the output, be it your display or forwarding over X11 or oh. network connection or audio over Pulse Audio or using OSS or ALSA. It handles everything from loading up the stream, decoding it, sending it out to the different categories, such as you know having voice communications go to your headset while music stays on the speakers. Handles all of that. Pulse Audio is just audio. Uh, X-Video is just video, Phonon yeah. kind of ties it all together and makes it work on all platforms. Okay, cool. Um, so, w right now, I mean, is Phonon, is it kind of where it needs to be? Is it kind of a, one of those projects that's kind of, you've developed it, it's kind of, it's you, you can kind of 
set it down and let it be, or is there a lot more in store for Phonon? Um, well, earlier in the year, around April, I believe, uh, Harold Sitter, Apache Logger, some of you may know, um, a bunch of the KDE Multimedia developers and a few other associated people with KDMM, uh, we all got together in Rwanda and Switzerland for the KDE Multimedia Sprint, yes. and there we started working on plans for what we thought we would call Phonon 5. Turns out we don't actually need a phone on 5, but there's still some new features we can add, such as Blu-ray playback, uh, actual transcoding, so you can record from a webcam and stream to an IceCast server or something nice. in AUG. Okay. Just more streaming and ties in with the Keo framework for KDE, so oh, okay. that even if your backend, like GStreamer or VLC, if it doesn't support some protocol that KDE supports, Phonon will support it now because of this Keo integration. Wow, nice. Okay. Very cool. Um, would that, by chance, help me? I mean, see now there, what you just said almost sounds to me like Jack. So is that again something completely different? I mean, where I can sort of take streams and, and send them to other places, or, or is that not um, what you're talking about? Because I mean, the KIO thing, kind of having something to do with that. Um, streaming to another source. Um, that's actually currently done right now, oh. but it's com it's not really Jack. Jack is more for absolutely, if you absolutely need real-time audio with zero latency whatsoever, right. that's what we use Jack for, okay. and it's rerouting of audio. Phonon, when we're talking about Keo streams and yeah. streaming to an output file, what's basically happening is you're writing to a device, and you're writing to a file, which just happens to be in a different place, which is the kind of the same concept as Jack, but it's actually completely different. Okay, all right. So um, since your explanation of that was so good, why don't you explain to the audience and me uh, what exactly the Keo, the, the, the Keo framework or whatever, the KIO thing, mm -hmm. what, what is that? Essentially, it's a really cool way to support different kind of communication methods and network protocol and just transferring in throughout all of KDE. You write one little bit of library to say transfer files over Bluetooth, and suddenly, every single, you know, Dolphin, you've got Amarok, you've got yeah. uh, K-Edit, everything yeah, can yeah. read and write files over Bluetooth. Yeah. And Phonon leverages a little and bit of that, seamless, too. And it's seamless, which is yes. really, it's amazing to me, because, I mm -hmm. mean, it's like, you don't even know, you don't even have to think about the idea that you're using that yep. KIO thing. You and the applications themselves have no idea that they're uh, receiving okay. data over, like, okay. say, a laser communication with the moon or whatever yeah, comes really. out next. Yeah, All right, very cool. Um, yeah, that's really interesting stuff. Um, how's the festival been going for you so far? Uh, pretty good. I showed up here last night. I actually live about two hours away in Akron, Ohio, so cool. you know it's not that far a journey for me. Uh, met a couple of cool people here, hung out with a couple of friends back from Akron. Cool. Met a couple of neat people here, saw some talks. Uh, I like the keynote. Looking forward to the rest of the day. Cool. Um, oh, what what distro do you run? What's your you know what 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 what's well, as on you can your... see by the uh, tattoo <laughs> on my arm here, Fedora, of course. <laughs> I happen to be a Fedora ambassador, and I do a little bit of Fedora packaging on the side. Nice. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks for talking to me, Trevor. Yes, thanks. Right. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binref.com. All Binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. 
From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to LunarPages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.